G'day guys, welcome to Talk Shop, the workshop talk show. We are your hosts, Al and Imo, husband and wife duo, building our dream lifestyle one project at a time. We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we work. And pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. Hey guys, we are back. It's another episode of Talk Shop. The workshop talk show, and we are your host, Alan Imo, and we've got Ween on the bed as usual. It's a Monday night. We've had a bit of a day again. It's always the Mondays. Bloody manic Mondays, aren't they, Imo? Yeah, well, it's been a really busy week. It's it been has. pretty wild, actually. And last week was a busy week. Last week was a busy week. We had a lot going on in the workshop. We didn't have childcare. My dad came down from Queensland, so we were also hosting. We had a birthday party to organize for Goldie. We've got a lot of stuff going on with our house, which is pretty disruptive to our work because as soon as we get a phone call or an email from our architect, it's like drop everything you're doing and figure out whatever they need straight away on the spot because a house is getting built. It is. I know. Are we just idiots? I just realized when we were talking like, are we just these idiots that are just constantly busy and we're like, oh man, we're so busy. It's like we've we've brought this upon ourselves, haven't we? Well, I just think that we're doing a lot with our business right now with a baby. Yeah, I know. Actually, like pre-Goldie, we would have been crazy cruising right now yeah i've talked to a few people recently and i was talking to a mate the other day about how you know before you have a kid you might have a business or all these plans and ideas and it's so easy to just put all your effort into those things and just you know not bat an eyelid when things really do pick up and you're like holy shit we got to get all this stuff done it's so easy to just pull your finger out and get it done but when you introduce a child into the situation it's so much different because you have to pay your child like a lot of attention you know you can't just leave her in the corner and be like sorry darling going I've got lots of work to do you look after yourself like a baby needs a lot of care from the parents well, don't, obviously don't <laughs> you'd hope so I mean we sometimes put baby in the corner yes but she has a nice little play area in the corner now which she loves so there's no problem with putting baby in the corner she does get over it after a, a little while though speaking of baby this episode is coming out on Goldie's first birthday and for those of you who have been following along our journey or you follow us on Instagram or you're on our mail list or whatever you would see that we are just you know obsessed with our child because we just love her so much and anybody listening who has their own child would understand that that love is just it just hurts like it's insane and I'm feeling incredibly emotional this week because you know right now a year ago I was in labor I had a four-day labor it was hectic anyway so I'm feeling all the feels this week plus on top of that we had Goldie's birthday party on Sunday which was really fun we had it up at the little farm the kids were around on tractors and there was farm animals and it was so beautiful and we just had a lot going on with work because we didn't have childcare last week so our cups were just a little bit overflowing and And so this week on the episode, we thought we'd talk about troubleshooting business problems and tips for managing stress, because I definitely feel like it's when you're at your most busy and you kind of a little bit feel like you're at breaking point is when all the problems all of a sudden arise and you're just like putting out fires left, right and center. And I never want to tell you guys that we know all the answers or that business for us is easy because it's always challenging. And I think having your own business is literally problem solving every single day and coming up with solutions. And so this episode is just a little bit about that yeah I think like the other day when we were having all these issues like 
sometimes you just you get that extra little thing like we got an email from one of our customers that one of our beds had been damaged during transport up to Sydney and it was like after a string of all these other things had been annoying me throughout the week and I just was like I just had to laugh I was just kind of like oh fuck's sake like this has to happen now and it was a Friday afternoon and you were like I got the email and I read it and my heart just sunk yeah. and because Al was already under so much pressure and you know we just had a really stressful week with quite a few deadlines and just some things not going right like for example we had a bed that was meant to be delivered on Saturday but because it was so humid here over the past few days it didn't dry as quickly as it usually did so then obviously we had to reschedule that which the trickle on effect was that we rescheduled that job which mean we couldn't pick up my dad from the airport and it was just like all of these things you know I had this deadline for a DIY project so then I had to like reschedule a photo shoot and then that affected like four other businesses and it was just one of those weeks where we were just like all right well we can only focus on one thing at a time so let's figure this thing out first and then let's move on to the next thing and then while we were doing that something else got piled onto our plate and yeah it was just a big week. Yeah, and like you were saying before, every day in business, you're problem solving. Like, that's basically what a business is. You're solving a problem for a customer. And in this case, we had a few different things we needed to solve all in one moment. And it felt like it was just piling up on our shoulders. But, you know, once you actually take a few deep breaths and like get your thoughts together you just start thinking about what you really need to do and you get one thing done at a time and it really just happens sooner than you think like you can actually manage all these problems quite easily you just need to take one at a time go through what you need to do and basically yeah we got this email that one of our beds had been damaged and I was like oh man like this is the last thing I need on a day like today I'm not feeling great about everything that's going on in the business anyway and then this and then all of a sudden I was just like no you can do this like you can get through this this is your business you have to take responsibility for what is going on here like this is a product you have integrity we need to like rectify the situation with the customer as soon as possible so I basically just got on the phone to her straight away and just let her know what the situation was like obviously our freight company has like sister companies that they use and that had been the case this time around and a little bit of less care had been taken with this one a little bit of a chip on the, the bed so anyway got on the phone to the customer and was very apologetic about the whole situation and basically gave myself a bit of time it was a Friday afternoon I said leave it with me over the weekend we'll figure out what we're going to do with the problem and I'll get back to you early next week and that's exactly what we've done I've called the customer today we're going to get the bedhead shipped back to me I'm going to fix it and I'm going to send it back to her and she's fine with that you know and because I got straight onto the phone to her after her email it was probably within the first half an hour she was actually apologetic to me and I was like no this is our problem I'm really sorry so all we've got to do is rectify the problem as soon as possible and that's what we did and now instantly like that weight was kind of lifted off my shoulders of like this is not hanging over my head anymore and so yeah I think the first thing to do when these problems arise is to think rationally about how you can manage this problem and if it is a customer issue like it was this time around the best thing to do is to get them on the phone isn't it yeah and I think the best thing to do when someone has a problem is to listen and generally people just want to be heard and this is something that I learned when I used to sell wedding dresses and 
It's a highly emotional time in people's lives when they're making such a big purchase. And the same with furniture, like they're investing a lot of money into purchasing our furniture. You know, when you're spending big bucks, there's obviously emotion involved and you want to make sure that you're, you know, providing the best customer service, which we always try to do. And we're always trying to better our service as well. So whatever problems we solve right now, we know that that's just going to lead to better customer service in the future. And I think, like I just said before, it's all about listening to your customer. So even if that is jumping on the phone and letting them just tell you what's going on and you going, I hear you, I understand, and I'm so sorry. And just being empathetic to, you know, their situation and then go, okay, well, I just need a few days to figure this problem out. But giving them a time frame means that they know when they're going to hear from you again. So it's not like you're saying, oh, let me just get back to you. And you're not giving them a time frame. You could say, oh, let me get back to you in three days. Yeah. Or even like just trying to figure out the whole problem before you contact them. Like it's sometimes better to just contact straight away like we did and just say, hey, look, leave it with me. We're going to figure this out and we'll come up with a solution and then we'll get back to you. So yeah, you just instantly take away that sort of fear or doubt that they might have that like, oh, you know, are they going to get back to me? Like you just take away all that sort of murkiness that could be there if you don't contact them. Yeah. And I would definitely suggest to anybody listening who runs a business is just jump straight on the phone because it's usually you know, a five minute conversation instead of like heaps of back and forth emails that can easily be, you know, misconstrued misconstrued or misinterpreted. And people can like, I don't know. I just don't think emotions are very well relayed through email and things can be definitely taken the wrong way. So I think it's really important if your customer is saying like, Hey, I'm my customer service experience hasn't been awesome. There's a problem here. The best thing you can do is like try to be as personable as possible and jumping on the phone. A hundred percent. And this actually reminds me of a, a time a while back in our business, we had another freight issue where we sent a bed interstate and this guy who we were sending it to had very specific times that he needed to collect the bed because he had a he had some kind of job where he had to be at the job or at his desk or whatever like a lot of the time during the week. So he had these small windows of time where the bed could be delivered. And um, yeah, he got in a bit of an argument with one of the freight guys who actually ended up delivering the bed. And he emailed us and his email, to be fair, like fair enough, he was a bit angry and he and you could tell in the tone of his email. Anyway, we ended up just calling him and getting on the phone and it cleared everything up straight away. And it was like one of those aha moments in our business where we were like, wait a sec, if there's ever a customer issue, get them on the phone. Because like you were just saying, email can be very tricky to read someone's emotions and how they're feeling about a situation because text is so unemotional, you know, like there's no way of telling if someone is sarcastic if they're angry unless they're typing in like full caps lock with heaps of exclamation marks you just angry don't face, know angry face angry emoji exactly yeah. yeah so get someone on the phone it's the easiest way to solve an issue with a customer especially when things are going into state because you want them to just feel like comforted that you're a real person you feel for them you're empathizing with the problem and you're going to sort it out yeah for sure and i would say like another thing in terms of problems 
solving this week particularly because we've had like I had so many different well we both had so many thing different things going on this week was just one thing at a time yeah and all week I had so many friends and family like messaging me being like hey Goldie's parties this Sunday you know what's she wearing or like what are you doing for the cake you know what are you doing for this what are you doing for that have you organized this like what can I do to help and to be completely fair I had so much work stuff on last week and juggling looking after Goldie and work because like I mentioned we didn't have childcare, and then also organizing this party and I um I just said to my friends I was like look to be honest it's all a problem for Saturday and I literally didn't do any really party planning until the Saturday yeah and then we just kind of pulled it together last minute and it was great yeah, sometimes you just need to put your priorities first and leave the other stuff till later because if you do have a giant list of things to do, it can get really stressful thinking about all the different things you've got on your plate, but you have to just tackle one thing at a time. You can't do everything at once because it's not productive. No, and I think sometimes just like going, like we said with the last story with that customer who we just said, hey, you know, give us a few days and we'll get back to you. It meant that we had time. The customer felt secure because we'd give them an answer and a time frame and then we also had time to you know breathe research kind of figure out what we were going to do brainstorm and come up with a solution for the problem so I definitely think that that's you know the best way to go about a customer service experience kind of thing the other one would be is like I mentioned before we had to delay a photo shoot because I had a different deadline that got brought forward and I was so like hesitant to delay this photo shoot because I'd you know had styling items sent in from other brands I'd had an appointment to go and pick up some other styling items and I also have people coming here to do some shooting with me and I was like oh look I'm just going to be stuffing around with so many other people's schedules like I've already locked this in I feel really bad I feel like I can't back out now but I just really didn't have a choice like my time frames were just starting to kind of overlap and it wasn't going to work and then I got on the phone to like probably the most important person who'd like dedicated time to this shoot and I said hey look I think I'm gonna have to reschedule to next week and she was like thank God. She's like, oh my God, I was having to go to the warehouse tonight to pull stock to bring to the shoot. Like that's actually perfect. And so then all of a sudden I was like, well, that's a problem alleviated and it's better for both of us. Then I contacted the other brand via email being like, hey, do you mind if I return this stock a week later? And they were like, yeah, fine. Don't worry about it. So like I got myself worked up for no reason. A hundred percent. And like sometimes the easiest thing again is to get on the phone, talk to the people that you think are going to have the problem with you. And it's so easy to just clear it up and be like, hey, I'm really stressed out. I got all this other stuff on. Can we delay it? And yeah, a lot of the time they'll be like, Caroline was really pleased to hear that it was delayed because she was under the pump too. So it reminds me of the other thing that I had going on, which was I had a bed ready for delivery on Saturday. We'd organized the delivery. I did the final seal on the Thursday and usually it'll dry in like four hours. You know, this seal that we use dries up nice and quick. It's a great seal. Anyway, it was really humid here in Victoria for the last few days leading up to that weekend. Yeah, it totally felt like it was just on the edge of raining constantly. Yeah, it and was we, warm, you, but looking at the sky being like it's gonna rain any second it's gonna rain any second and that was like that for days I was like oh quick it's gonna rain just didn't happen it didn't happen and this seal like generally you'll go back in even like half an hour later and you can like touch it and it's almost dry whereas I was coming back a day later and it was like really tacky to touch and I was like shit this is not dry like I waited all that day we put the bed inside under the heater we were like hoping it would just dry up and it just was still tacky at like 
4.35 p.m. And I was like, you know, I'm going to have to call the customer and say we can't deliver this tomorrow because if you deliver it tacky, it could be damaged. Like they might put a cup on it and it might just leave a water ring or something like that. So this was before all that other stuff had happened with the damaged bed too. So I was doing this. I contacted the customer and said, hey, I hope it's okay, but your bed is just drying and it's struggling to dry. I got on the phone to her and she called me straight back after I left a message and was like, oh, I've had a sheet on the line for like three days that's still not dry. And she completely understood straight away. Again, we just got on the phone, sorted it all out. And now I'm actually delivering it tomorrow, which is Tuesday. So yeah, it's fine. Like you just got to get on the phone and clear things up. And I think people really understand that you're a person, you've got your own stuff going on. It's just a little problem. It doesn't mean that the bed's going to be bad or anything. It's just coming like a couple of days later. Yeah. So I think with any kind of problem in your business, whether it's like maybe with a customer or maybe it's like you're, you know, doing a custom job, it's taking longer than expected, or you're using a new type of product that you've never kind of used before and it's not quite going according to the plan, which is another thing that we experienced in the past week, which has been a little bit frustrating because it's just something new and it's just taking time. Yeah. And time is like so precious when you are really busy, like we've been talking about, like you've got a limited number of hours in the week. You don't have all the time in the world to just practice techniques and do all this extra stuff. And then when you take on a custom job and you're trying out something new and it's not going as per plan, it can be like really frustrating because the quote that I did for this job was a certain amount of hours. And then I'm watching the hours tick over and over and over. And I'm like, this is not good, you know, and it stresses me out. And then all these other things were going on too. And so, yeah, it's hard to kind of like gain custom jobs especially like custom now it's a lesson for us to learn that we've already started reducing the amount of like customization people can do in our business in our furniture and this was just another telltale sign for us that we're like yeah we're going in the right direction by eliminating a lot of those different options because it just is more stuff that you have to investigate and learn about and time basically it takes a lot more time to figure these things out if there's things that you've never done before yeah speaking of customization is we were on our live Zoom Q&A last week with our students inside the Successful Furniture Makers course and customization was something that came up in discussion. And one of our students asked like, you know, do we give progress shots to our customers when it's customization? And basically we don't have that as part of our procedures anymore. Um, we very kind of clearly outline what the process looks like for our customers and we don't include like back and forth emails with like progress photos in between purely because we just don't have time it's a lot more admin and yeah basically one of our students was asking like you know is it okay if I just don't do that anymore and we're like well absolutely like you don't have time to just be taking photos throughout that entire process and you know sending it to them unless the customer specifically asked for it at the beginning and you make that part of like you know the process for that specific customer but I think you just have to really figure out what works best for you and your um, customers and then one of our other students also had a question on that because she's got a specific type of fabric that she wants to offer her furniture in and then she was like you know, do I then offer it 
to like in all different other fabrics or is that just opening up a can of worms? And I think in your business, you've got to have like boundaries and rules of like what you're going to do and you need to be so clear about them from the beginning so your customers have an idea of what that experience is going to look like and so that their expectations are met all the way. Yeah, and I think this leads straight back to reducing the amount of problems that you're going to have in your business because inevitably you're going to come across these times when you do have problems like we've just had with the damaged job that went into state. At the end of the day, it's a lesson for us to put more protection on our beds because we rely so heavily on having our great freight company that we've trusted for so long to get it there safely with no damage. However, there's going to be times when they slip, you know, and maybe they drag it across the ground or something. And that's where we've learned this lesson now where we're going to have to just protect things a little bit better. So even if that was to happen, it's going to be protected in the future. So it's like trying to eliminate all those problems as much as possible before they even arise is the best way to go about it because they're going to arise that you're going to have these little problems anyway. And it's so much better if you can have the procedures in place beforehand so that they don't arise. Yeah. And I think like, you know, like you just said out, obviously the bed got damaged. The next time we wrap a bed to go into state, we're going to add even more protection. Maybe we'll add big stickers on it that says fragile, like be careful, you know, whatever it is, you can then use every single problem that you come across and then make sure that you actually go back and put it into your procedures to make sure that it doesn't happen again. Because like if you keep having the same problem arise over and over and over again, clearly something's wrong and you need to make some changes. Yeah, that's it. You need to learn from these mistakes, which is exactly what we're doing right now like in the future maybe I'm going to give a little bit longer of a deadline when I'm sealing my jobs too just to allow for the time for the seal to go off and make sure that it's completely gone off before I even let the customer know that it's coming to them because that was another thing that happened last week I was just relying on it being done ready to go because it usually is but this time around it wasn't so in the future maybe we'll have it completely done and dusted then we'll contact the customer and in the future I'm probably not going to book anything big on weeks where we don't have help with Goldie yeah because it was just really challenging and like I think anybody listening to this with a baby you just know that you can't really do any work while you're also looking after a child yeah 100% and I think we worked that out before we had Trudy on board helping us out with Goldie we were doing a massive juggle between the two of us like I was having three work days a week you were having two and a day on the weekend or all of the nights if you needed the nights and it was a massive juggle and I didn't expect to get a lot of work done on those days when I was looking after Goldie for the day because a baby needs a lot of care you can't just leave them in the corner like we were saying they need to be like stimulated you need to feed them and it's fun too like it's not just a chore it's something that you want to give your full attention to you don't want to be sitting there like trying to work and just kind of like doing a bit of both because it's not good to be multitasking like it's well you can't even just do that anymore with a crawl baby like she's just started crawling she's on the move and you can't keep your eyes off her yeah and parenting is tough it's really tough but we've almost made it through to one year a whole year i cannot believe it and goldie birthday episode right here right now yeah very exciting speaking of problem solving having a child is like continuous problem solving because they change so often like the sleep routines the the breastfeeding then to the solid feeding like it's so many different things that arise it's like the most complex equation you could i have a funny story for you okay 
Okay, so just to paint a picture of what last week looked like in terms of our kind of stress levels and it was just all turned to shit literally. Um, Goldie was in the Jolly Jumper, which she absolutely loves and she was just having the best time ever. And then she wasn't. She was like, okay, I'm ready to get out now. So I went and got her and she stunk. I was like, okay, Missy's done a poo. She's been bouncing around in her shit. (laughs) It's time to get her out. So I take her to the change table and I peel off her pants and there is poo everywhere. And this is our first real like poo explosion situation. And I have... I'm the weakest stomach. Like even just talking about this right now is making me feel a bit sick. And I I probably vomit every few days, like smells. I'm just hypersensitive. Like just the thought of something disgusting makes me feel sick. Like I just, I can't do it. And so I'm on, I'm at the change table. There's too much going on. I sprint to the kitchen bench top and grab a saucepan that's sitting on the bench top and sprint back to the change table because I've left Goldie there and that's a bad mum thing to do. And then I'm like spewing into a saucepan, holding Goldie on the change table, crossing my legs because I have, you know, a baby and weak pelvic floor. And I've got Al on speakerphone. He's outside in the workshop. I was like, Al, you need to come in here. I, it's an emergency. I need help. And he's like, just give me a minute. i got to seal this bed. And I'm like, no, I really need you to come now. And I hung up. Anyway, and then I call him back and I'm just like, you really, really need to come now. And I was being sick and peeing myself, holding Pooey baby. She was trying to get her hands into it. And it was just, there was shit everywhere. Yeah, it was pretty disgusting. When I did arrive, I, I was actually just finishing sealing a bed, which is what you forgot to mention. It, it took me like another like two minutes. An, an, it felt like an eternity in the moment. I was like, just hurry up and get here. This is the worst experience of my life. I was so upset. And then you came in and you were just like, oh, it's just a bit of poo. Get over it. Yeah, I know. Like I did come in and I was a bit insensitive to the fact that you were just like spewing up. I suppose I was just, it was one of those moments where I was like interrupted. I was doing my work and you're like needing me for just a a bit of poo and I'm like oh all it is is a bit of shit mate like just don't worry about it and um to be fair when I did pull off her pants and stuff or like I came and I saw what had been going on um yeah there was shit everywhere it was all <laughs> up her legs it was like on the change table it was there was the a bit floor. on the floor there was like poo everywhere it was really disgusting actually but I managed to like get in there get it all cleaned up wiped her legs down got her in the bath got her in the bath you know it was it was one of those moments I think all parents go through these at some stage because you definitely hear about the poo incidents with all the people that have kids and it yeah it was one of those moments where you just gotta like laugh again and be like this is pretty funny like neither of us were laughing no one in that situation was (laughs) laughing it was just like you know the icing the cherry on top cherry on top of the icing icing on top it was the the icing on the cake icing on the cake you got your sayings wrong again. I got my sayings wrong again. Or the cherry on top. Or the cherry on top. Yeah, they're two separate sayings there. Well, they mean the same thing and it was literally that, but it was shit. You could have cherries on top of the icing on the cake. You could. There you go. So you just made a new one up. Anyway, it was just like one of those like parenting moments that I feel like has been taken straight out of a movie. Yeah, I, I definitely think we've been rambling this episode, but hopefully you guys still enjoy it. Um, 
basically, yeah, problem solving is such a massive part of any business. Like you're going to have these problems that arise. You're going to need to come up with solutions and you're going to need to know how to manage the stress. Like for us, sometimes what we do is when these like stressful situations keep compiling on each other, they keep coming in. You just got to kind of like slow down, you know, and sometimes we'll take a few deep breaths. Um, I like to do meditation weekly, like, you know, maybe two, three times a week just to sort of give myself a bit more perspective, try to be a bit more present. And that definitely helps me with my um, frustration and stuff when these things happen. I, I tend to be a bit more self-aware and realize like, oh, it's just it's just a problem. I can fix it. Like, don't get too stressed about it. You yeah, know? you definitely don't listen to your angry dad playlist as much when you're meditating. <laughs> so Al has a playlist. It's all just like punk and what else is on? I don't know. But it's just like... You play it and I can tell you haven't meditated. Yeah, it's definitely, It. I don't know if it helps when I'm angry or whatever, but yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. Um. Another thing that I like to do if I'm just having like a really stressful moment is to either just go outside and look up at the sky or go to the ocean and look at the horizon line. I don't know. For some reason, both of those things just give me a bit of perspective. Yeah. Well, we were talking earlier before this podcast, how I was listening to something by this guy called Andrew Huberman, who's like this neuroscientist. And apparently it's proven that there's actually a chemical reaction in the brain when you look at like a vast open space that releases this like stress response to stop in your body so it actually really does help to go and look at like a big open field or look at the ocean or look up at the sky to reduce stress like it it does something chemically in your brain to help you relax so well well, that makes sense because I definitely just feel like that helps yeah and then just like also taking five deep breaths so for example like the other day when we got that email saying the bed's been damaged I was like look before we even talk about it let's take five deep breaths and then we were just able to talk about it without having so much emotion because obviously like it would be a difficult day and then that was you know right at the end so yeah I definitely think like five deep breaths I don't know if you're into meditation it definitely helps Al um looking at the ocean or up at the sky another one is today for example I felt a little bit overwhelmed and so Al and I had a meeting and we sat down and we kind of went through all the things that we needed to do and I just think sometimes saying things out loud make a problem less problemy yeah and also like we had a whole episode last week about having meetings within your business they're so beneficial like when we sat down today and had our meeting there was a bunch of things like bills we needed to pay um, a few things we needed to organize emails and stuff like this and we literally just did them then and there and then it was like that part of the stress that you had on your shoulders of like oh when are we going to do this it was just gone like you can sometimes have a meeting and realize that some of these things can be done instantly and you can just like spend five minutes and you can get all this shit out of the way and then you can go on with the work that you really love doing you know yeah and I definitely think sometimes when you've got so much going on the mental capacity it takes in your mind having all of those things so sometimes you just have to like if you can just clear out a few of those things all of a sudden your day just feels so much easier because okay there was like a pile of bills that you had to pay or there was a few emails that you had to respond to and you'd just been putting it off and then you can just get rid of them and move on and I just feel like it just clears your brain space yeah I totally take this on every day with like other things in my life as well like you see your pile of dirty clothes every day and you just keep looking at it and looking at it and adding to it and it's like this other thing that you kind of stress in your mind and then you've got like you know the bills you haven't paid or you've got like the bins you haven't taken out and it just or weenie looking at you like can you take me for a walk please <laughs> exactly. 
And so sometimes it's just best to like set aside a little bit of time, maybe half an hour, an hour, and just get all these little like chores out of the way. And it drops a load off your shoulders straight away. Like when you do that, doesn't it? Because you feel like life admin is up to date as well and then you can get back to your business stuff yeah totally and I think just you know juggling life and business in general is just one of those challenges but when you run your own business you can kind of do those things simultaneously Mm. as well so like for example this afternoon I just did some um sealing and content in the workshop and then while I was waiting for that to dry, I went and put on a load of washing, you know, yeah. and then I can just go back and forth and do those things. So yeah, taking the time to do one thing at a time and just getting rid of those small things out of your day. The next thing would be is just getting a second opinion. So if you're feeling really overwhelmed and stressed about something is just, you know, call a mate, talk to your business partner, talk to your partner, jump into our talk shop insiders Facebook group and say, hey, I've got this problem. Anyone know of a solution? And chances are someone will probably just come to the table and be like, oh, oh yeah, no worries. You just do this or this happened to me and this is what I did. And all of a sudden you can be like, oh, I'm not the only one that has this problem. And people have come up with solutions for this before in the past. Yeah. Like we've got tons of different friends and family members that we can call on from all different types of problems. And I'm sure you guys out there, the listeners listening to this, have a person that you can call upon when you come across a problem. So there's definitely someone out there who can help you. So sometimes it just means reaching out to those people, you know, that might know a bit more about the situation than you do and just need a bit of advice from. Yeah. The other thing I would say is that just doing one thing at a time can be really helpful. So, you know, whether it is saying, you know, today I'm going to tackle this problem, tomorrow I'm going to tackle that one. You know what? I'm actually going to just put that one on hold and that's something that I'm going to deal with on Monday next week. Yeah. And that's like writing all the things out you need to do and prioritizing because there's certain things that you have to get done, like maybe today, or there's certain things that you might need to get done next week and that can wait because the today stuff is like that's number one priority yeah and I love that I always write down like a list of things I need to do and then I go through and number them I go one two three four five six seven eight and then I can be like okay well I'm gonna do one two three today I'm gonna do two I'm gonna do four tomorrow and then I'm gonna do like you know five you know on Friday Yeah. And I think one of the hardest things when you run your own business too, is you've got to be in control. Like you've got to be disciplined enough to do all these different things that you have to do. And so sometimes you can put off the things that you need to do to do the things you want to do. And then all those things that you need to do start piling up. And that's like what we were saying, like we need to pay the bills, we need to do the washing. And it's not like fun stuff, you know, where my favorite thing to do is being like in the build process of my furniture making and like listening to a good podcast getting in the zone and enjoying the moment whereas there's a lot of other parts of our business that are a bit tedious like doing the accounts and doing all these extra admin side of things but if I let that stuff all just build up over time it becomes so stressful so finding like solutions of having a consistent process of where you get all this stuff done every single week and then it leaves more time for making and you don't have those really stressful weeks where everything's all built up and you're like holy shit we got so much other shit to do and I've just been spending way too much time doing all the shit I really want to do and like letting all that shit build up yeah and I would say that my last tip for managing stress would be just to remember that while you're in the moment everything is temporary so I this is my kind of biggest thing when it comes to parenting in particular but I also bring it into business too is the good moments and the really challenging times are all temporary so like you could be in like a really busy week you know last week I was like this is 
just too much. We've taken on too much this week. We're never going to do this much work again without childcare. And then this week's rolled around and all of a sudden everything just feels so much easier. And that last week kind of feels like a distant memory now. And now I'm thinking about all of those things in those moments and I'm kind of just like laughing to myself a bit and shrugging my shoulders. Whereas, you know, while I was vomiting into a saucepan while peeing my pants and holding my shitty baby and then my unempathetic husband comes in and tells me to get over it you know now that just seems really quite funny and comical yeah I but know. at the time i could have bloody killed you yeah i think that is a really important thing to do is to remind yourself like all the time that things are temporary especially in the bad moments and even in the good moments because you want to take note of when you're really having a good time you've got to be like appreciative and grateful for having those good times because they don't last forever and no doubt you're going to have another time when the stress levels are really high and then you've got to also remind yourself hey this is not going to be forever let's get through this so it's just life isn't it like life is up and down and you got to ride the waves like ride the highs get through the lows and enjoy the like spat out the end (laughs) spat out the tube bro Yeah, no, it's uh, life's a wave, bruh. But um, no, it's true. Like life is up and down and there's going to be moments when you feel like all the walls are closing in on you, but you can get through it, you know, and like it's only temporary. It goes for like business. It goes for relationships. Everything changes, ebbs and flows, doesn't it? Yep, 100%. And, you know, the reason why we're in business is because we're probably pretty good at problem solving. So business, although it can be really challenging and very hard at times, it's also incredibly rewarding. And we absolutely love being in business. And that's why we do this, because we are building our dream life together. And that means taking control and steering our own ship and really taking ourselves in the direction that we want to go. And the only reason we can do that is because we don't have bosses telling us what to do. So that's why we've decided to take on these problems ourselves. And maybe we've bitten off a little bit more than we can chew, you know, building a house and running a business and, you know, producing a podcast with a one-year-old. I don't know. But... We're having a good time and we're getting closer to our dream lifestyle every single day. So we want to say a big thank you to everybody who's listening to the show. If you've made it all the way to the end, oh my goodness, we love you. Send us a message. Come and join us inside Talk Shop Insiders, our Facebook group. Get in touch with us. If you're interested in our online course, Successful Furniture Makers, make sure to check it out at furniturefriends.com.au. And yeah, we hope you all have a wonderful week. And I know it sounded like maybe we were all a bit stressed and we had a lot of problems going on but that's life that's life you have your ups and downs like i just said before so yeah guys thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next week see you guys bye